Welcome to episode 34 of Audacity to Lead. Inspiring, actionable content that helps you get focused, get started, and be impactful. This is Audacity to Lead. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of Audacity to Lead. My name is Dial Samuel and this is the podcast where I give you the courage and necessary insights to step out and lead with more influence. I started a series a couple of weeks back called Platform-Based Leadership and for the last couple of weeks since publishing the first episode in that series, it's been wonderful, it's been wonderful, it's been wonderful. I have loved every single response I've gotten so far. I've enjoyed every single response, I've, every feedback, the comments, and everybody that has said, mentioned one thing or the other. I really, really want to say thank you to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I may not be able to mention names right now, but in forthcoming episodes, I'm actually going to mention names, read your responses and your feedback and your questions and take them. So, let's go ahead with the next in the series of platform-based leadership. Now, don't forget that the idea of this platform-based leadership is so that you can develop a compelling message, a marketable product, and a meaningful platform. The goal is so that you can actually get started with your leadership. You don't have to wait till everything is in place. And in the previous episodes, I've shared on the kind of platform to choose and what to determine the platform to choose. And of course, you know, I'm a proponent of going online, going virtual platform. And of course, I mentioned five platforms that you're going to use. In the next episode in that, in the, in the after that, which is episode 33, I remember talking about sharing your story, a magnetic, attractive story, or better of say, designing your magnetic story in the way that it actually connects with the kind of audience you're looking for the kind of people that you will eventually influence. Now, in this particular episode, I'm going to go into more detail on that because as soon as, soon as you start sharing your story, you're going to be attracting people. And so, in this particular episode, I want to talk about building a community, a tribe around your leadership. And you remember in the previous episode, I actually touched briefly on a tribe. This particular episode, I'm going to go into details and I'll share with you on building a tribe around your leadership, building a community around your leadership. I'm going to use some analogies from a couple of people I've learned from, and I'm also going to teach you a couple of things that might be new to you and to some it might not really be new. But of course, it falls quite in line with this platform-based leadership. I'm going to take a cue from one of my posts on my blog where I talked about identifying your tribe and the steps to take to actually identify your tribe. Now, first off, I need you to understand what a tribe is because, like I said, as as soon as you start sharing your story, you start sharing your story through a particular voice, people will start, your tribe will begin to be attracted to you. They will be magnetized to you. Now, for some of you, you know, I have a system, five steps to taking a passion and idea business online, building authority, multiplying your influence, and then 
generating income from it. Now, this is an offshoot of that. This is coming out from my luminary platform map. But of course, this is a different direction entirely. And in that, I also talk about that if you want to get more detail on the luminary platform map, you can listen to episode 29 of Audacity to Lead, lead.com forward slash 29. But for this episode, let's get into what tribe is and how to actually develop a tribe around your leadership. So first off, I need you to understand what a tribe is. Now, when I was Googling way back as, I think, around February this year, 2015, I was trying to look for what a tribe means. In fact, the first time the word tribe came to my mind, it didn't come as something that somebody had written or somebody somebody had done anything on. It actually came as an idea that, oh, wait, till, the word tribe can actually lead to something. It can actually turn into something. Okay, let me go and find out who else has something on tribe. And that was how I came across these definitions I'm going to read to you from a post I did. Okay, so first off, the word tribe, of course, means a couple of things to those of us in Africa. Of course, most of our nations are made up of tribes which form local governments, which now form states, which now form geopolitical zones, and of course, countries. So Africa is an embodiment of tribe. So when I was going online to look for the word tribe, I came across two definitions. In fact, the first I came across actually it says a tribe is a social division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked together by social, economic, religious, or blood ties with a common culture and dialect, typically having a recognized leader. Now, if you are from a tribe that I love so much, a tribe called Idoma in Benue State. Did I just say that? Interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, a tribe such as that is in Benue State, and of the tribes in Benue State, there are about four tribes in Benue State. There's the Tilo, there is the Ti, there is the Idoma, and I think there's one other tribe like that, um, Igede, yes. Of all these four tribes, now there are many mild tribes, but of course these are the four big and largest tribes. And of course the Thief happens to be the largest tribe. And I think um, fruitfuluja.com.ng, so far Fruitful Uja is from that tribe, it's from Thief tribe. Personally, I'm from a tribe called, one of the biggest tribes in Nigeria, Yoruba tribe. I'm not just from Yoruba, there are still tribes inside Yoruba. There's a tribe from the state I come from, Ondo State. And there are, I think there's the Ilaje, there's the Seodo, there is the... Now, for those of you listening from outside Nigeria who don't understand what I'm saying, you <laughs> just believe that there are words that, are <laughs> that mean something to us here in Nigeria. <laughs> it's actually funny to me. <laughs> to <laughs> well, 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 well. What I'm saying is this. A tribe often has a leader, and that leader, a tribe is actually centered around a community, a society, and of course, a dialect, a language. But of course, when I was still Googling, I came across a definition that I eventually fell in love with. And I think about four or five days ago, I actually listened to the audiobook written by the same person. 
Now, the tribe, the word tribe, according to this guy, it says a tribe is a group of people connected to an idea, connected to a leader, and connected to each other. Guess what? This definition came from Seth Godin. Now, people are actually looking for things to make them feel in connection with others. Things or stories that actually make them feel like they are not the only person going through stuff or they are not the only person experiencing certain things. That's the reason why I said in the previous episode that the interesting, the most usual way for you to attract an audience around your leadership, your message, your calling, your business is actually start with a story. You start with a story. Now, and that story brings a tribe and... There are a couple of things to notice when you are actually gathering a tribe. First off, I want you to understand that you already have a tribe. You may not just be aware of it. Now, your tribe could be as simple as those people at your workplace. It could be as simple as those people in your church. It could even be those people you know who are already listening to you. It could even be those people on your contact list, maybe your social media list. Those are already your tribe members the only reason why they have not resonated with you yet is because you have not shared something that actually draws a line for them to actually say yes i agree with this no i disagree with this now one of the things about developing a tribe is what i call polarity once you are able to come out with a particular idea and you stand strong with that idea what it creates is that it creates a sectioning People kind of section themselves into, okay, I'm going to agree with this guy. I'm not going to agree with this guy. Those that agree with you automatically become members of your tribe. And that's the reason why I said that you already have that tribe. You are not just conscious of it. You are not aware of it. Second, you must also understand that as you start to share your interests, as you start to share your passion, as you start to share that message, that calling that you have, you are going to generate a lot of people coming around you. And one of the things I'll tell you to do is to give rooms for conversation. Let people talk. I'm still going to talk about the kinds of people you get to attract, the kind of tribe members you eventually attract. And of course, the third is whenever you are getting out there, sharing your message or your passion with people, you must be human. That is the reason why the story parts of you must be very evident to people. You must start with sharing your story. And of course, to do that, you have to talk like a real person, not to use big vocabulary that people will not understand, that your regular tribe member will not understand. In fact, I have a big challenge with English, with people speaking. Sometimes when somebody tells me, when somebody sends me a message and writes very complex sentences, especially using words that I will have to consult the dictionary to understand, my normal response is, please, he that speaks in an unknown language, let him interpret so that he that reads can understand. <laughs> now, that has always been my response. If you send me a message in a, in a way that I can understand, I'll simply tell you, bros, or madam, please interpret what you just said. So you have to talk like a real person. You don't have to try to impress. And then you have to encourage interactions with you. And the third is you have to tell your personal stories. You have to tell your personal stories. Now, from that, as you do that, you are going to attract a couple of tribe members. And there are one, two, three, four kinds of tribe members that you actually attract. And it's very, 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 very important that you understand that these tribe members, all of them will not do the same thing 
as soon as you start attracting them, you have to understand that, okay, this is the category where this, you don't have to do that outrightly, but eventually they are going to place themselves in categories. So you have to be conscious of this as you go on. And so there are four types of tribe members that you will actually build around yourself. First, are fans. Second, are freelancers. Third, are friends. And fourth, are funders. Again, I repeat, first are fans, F-A-N-S, second are freelancers, third are friends, people that you become friends with, fourth are funders, people actually fund you. Now, the thing about friends and funders is this, your friend may not, ev- may not fund you, in fact, most times friends may not fund you, but funders will eventually friend you because they believe in you. Now, let me get into details on this. Now, if you are building a tribe around yourself, you are going to eventually have these four kinds of tribe or four categories of people in your tribe. The fans are just people who actually are interested in your message. They are there for you every time. They are just cheering you on. They keep you going. Now, that is an example of a fan. For example, a normal Facebook page tells you that you should invite people to like your page so that you can have fans. Now, those people can also become your fans. In fact, if you have an email list or a mailing list, maybe a BBM list, for example, maybe you have over 1,000 or maybe 600, 700, 2,000 people on a list, those people actually are already a category on their own. Depending on their responses to your messages, the way you are sharing your passion, the way you are sharing your message, the way you are influencing them. Now, for those people who are fans, they may never really, really say anything to you. They will just be following you and be keeping tabs on you. Imagine last night, I received a message from someone who says that I follow you closely. And I was like, okay. (laughs) He says something like, I follow you closely. Every single post you release, I read them. Every single podcast you release, I listen to them. But... There hasn't been any interaction. Now, that kind of person could be a fan. He doesn't have a lot of interaction with me. He has interactions, but they are not visible interactions. Now, those could be fans. They just like your page. They are just on your list. They are just there, dominant. They are watching, reading, listening, but they are not having any active engagement with you. Now, you don't have to be disturbed because the fact that they have shown interest means that they are already in your tribe. They are a fan. The second level of tribe members are freelancers now freelancers are people that come to your aid whenever you have something to do let's say i announced right now or let's say um some weeks back i remember having announced that i would like to get on radio i would like to actually carry this podcasting message and bring it to a radio offline audience and one of the messages i got back was from someone who happens to be on my list in fact, what he did was to link me up with someone who has a radio station, who has a radio program on Unilag FM. And in less than two weeks of meeting that person, I was on his show talking about this same idea I have, podcasting, how you can actually share your message with the world. Now, such free, such persons, like the person who linked me up with that guy, could be in the category of freelancers. They come to your aid when you need somebody to help with something. Now, the, uh, the thing you need to understand is that freelancers are actually different from funders. 
and I'm actually going to get into that soonest. Third in that category is the category of friends. Friends. And now, I, a popular saying says that show me your friends and I'll show me your friends and I'll tell you the kind of person you are. Well, you have to understand that there are four, there are three kinds of friends as you build your tribe. There's, uh, there are the friends that are truth tellers. They tell you the truth. There are the friends that edify us. They charge you up. And there are the friends that are challengers. In fact, what I've learned to do over time as I build my platform is to have these three kinds of friends. I have friends who are truth tellers. They simply tell me the truth and they tell me, you messed up with that. That particular episode that you did was rubbish. That the um, post that you wrote is off. You have to go there and correct it. I have a couple of them. Some of them in Nigeria. Some of them outside Nigeria. In fact, one of them, or let me even get more specific, one of them is actually my friend who, we, who has been a co-host with me on this podcast, Tara Ene, who you can find at tarayene.com. She is a truth teller. And that reminds me, if you are married, your wife or your husband, your spouse, or even a relationship, your spouse should be a truth teller in your tribe. As your tribe member, that should be a truth teller. Now, for edifiers, edifiers are people who actually encourage you and give you motivation, inspiration so that you can continue. Some of these fans will not necessarily do, but edifiers are people who actually know you. They are close to you in a way. They may not be so close, but they are close to you in a way that they can actually tell when you are down and they come in and edify you and encourage you and build you up. The next in the category of friends that you will eventually have as you build your tribe is a category of challengers. These are people who will hold your feet to the fire. They are coaches or consultants. For example, when I work with someone, I don't. I first make friends with someone when I have to work one-on-one with someone. I first make friends. But as, it, as time goes on, I stop being a friend and turn into a challenger and I begin to hold that person to... I begin to hold the person accountable. For example, I remember on the 1st of August this month, I had to tell somebody, I said, hey, you said you were going to release the podcast on the 20th of August. What have you done so far since you left one day podcast launch workshop? What have you done so far? And the guy gave me a lot of things that he has done. I said, all these are not sufficient excuses for you to not have launched by now. Anyway, you have less than 19 days to go. And the moment I said that, after that, a couple of days after that, in fact, almost every day after that, the guy began to say, okay, this is what I did today. I said, okay, this is what I did today. I said, okay, this is the next thing to do. Now, that is a challenger. You hold that person accountable to the person's goal, task, responsibilities, and ideas. Now, in, in, in line with building a tribe, how does a challenger work? A challenger may not necessarily be a fan. Or could be a fan, but that person actually says, Okay, you promised you are going to do this, you have not done it yet. That is a challenger, and that's where you actually find some of the friends you will have as you build your tribe. Now, that is the third category. Now, the fourth category, which is the most important, because eventually, as you build your tribe, there have to be people who are actually going to open their wallet and commit to your interests and commit to whatever it is you are doing. Of course, the easiest way to make them commit to what you are doing is to actually come up with a product. And I'm actually going to talk about that as this series continue. 
But right now, I want you to understand that there's a category under in your tribe members of your tribe members that are called funders. And these are people who actually open their wallets and commit to what you do. Now, by saying funders, there are those people who invest their time. There may be people who will actually invest their time. And there, there are those who invest their talents. Now, the good thing, like I mentioned previously, is that friends may not fund you, but eventually, funders will friend you because they actually believe in what you do. They actually believe in your message. They believe in what you are called to do. And they can open their wallets and then fund you. Now, talent investors are those who are actually, who can actually bring out of their talents and say, okay, you have a need with this design or you have a need with this with this, um, let's say you are trying to do something and then you'll say, there's something you're battling with. Of course, you remember that you have to be very transparent as you build your tribe. So once you say that, somebody can come in. For example, I remember one day I added, I added the page to my site and I was having a lot of challenges making the page look as good. In fact, integrating a payment system into my site. And I remember one of the first persons that jumped in as I posted the message that I'm having a challenge with my, isn't it? was Ademola Morebiche. And then later on, another guy jumped in, um, Joe Pardo, my friend. And then later, Philip Swindle also jumped in. In fact, eventually, Philip had to leave what he was doing. Philip Swindle is not even a Nigerian. He's in the US. And then he jumped in and then he said, okay, give me your admin access. I gave him admin access. And then he logged into my site. And then in less than 30 minutes, he had set up the payment processor and then he had everything set up. All I needed to do was to get back into the page and then make it look visual because, of course, I'm a designer. But he had already integrated the payment into the page, integrated the payment into the system. And it was working fine. I was like, wow. Now, that's an example of a talent investor or a time investor because he was actually committing his time to helping me out. Now, that is the kind of persons you will actually attract over time your tribe members will actually come into that category where they fund you, either in money, in time, or in talent. So as you go ahead building your tribe, don't forget, you have to, first of all, start sharing your passion, your interest, start speaking up. Then you have to speak with a particular voice. Then the third, you have to be human. Don't try to talk in a way that your tribe members will not understand you. Actually, the way you talk is the way, is the they will determine the kind of people you attract. And then first, be transparent. Let people know. And then as you go on, categorize people into your tribe. Because into your tribe, because as you go on, you will eventually find that, okay, this person, this is where this belongs. This is where, this is the category this other person belongs. I believe this episode has offered you some insight and some courage to step out and lead with my influence. Once again, if you want to get access to everything I've spoken about on this episode, you can get that at thatstitolead.com forward slash 34. This reminds me of one guy who said that he listened to an episode or some episodes of Audacity to Lead and then he listens to them maybe three times over and over again before he actually moves on to the next episode. Well, I felt flattered when I heard that. And I want to say thank you so much for doing that. And say thank you for every single person who's left comments, who's left written a review, who's sent me a direct message telling me how this series is helping you. Once again, I would say thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I believe it's time for you to step out and lead with more influence. I believe it's time actually for you to actually get started 
get focused and be impactful. Once again, my name is Dio Samuel and I'm your host and I promise to see you again on the next episode. I'm actually going to walk you through the fourth step as you build a platform-based leadership. 